It's time for Forex for the next generation. You can start your own business and become a Forex master with no experience or previous training at all at epictrading.com slash icon 64. Now the most exciting Forex training is offering a robust network marketing opportunity. This is a way anyone can learn to earn extra money. Money you can use to pay your bills. Money to save. Money to buy. Whatever you want. This epic Forex trading academy will teach you everything you need to know to become a Forex master. When you sign up at epictrading.com slash icon 64, you will have access to Epic University, trade alerts, live trading sessions, analysis, market forecast, and member support. Sign up right now at epictrading.com slash icon 64. Share this site on all of your social media so your friends can learn about this incredible opportunity too. Or call 844-422-3249. And seven days after you're enrolled, learn how to enjoy an exciting three nights of deluxe hotel accommodations for two adults and two children with the choice of over 50 of the top destinations in the United States. EpicTrading.com slash Icon 64. RespectTheRona.com In these crazy times, as the coronavirus spreads across the globe, people are in panic. People are getting misinformation and don't know what to believe. However, a movement has begun at respecttherona.com. It's an apparel and accessory brand that has everything. Shirts, pants, jackets, masks, bags, and lots more. Remember, pull out your phone or laptop and type respecttherona.com. Respecttherona.com, apparel and accessories for people that take the pandemic seriously. First time visitors get 15% off or free shipping with purchases over $125. Instagram.com slash respecttherona, Facebook.com slash respecttherona, Twitter.com slash respecttherona, Pinterest slash respecttherona, YouTube slash respecttherona. Running your business in today's world is complicated and overwhelming. Until now, How Easy provides business people with all the tools to transition your existing business to a fully digitally automated enterprise platform. CRM, managing your marketplace, building websites, mobile apps, and scheduling social media posts all in one software platform. Integrate affiliate products into your business for additional revenue. How Easy has a special stimulus offer where you get 13 critical software packages in one place for just $50 per month. Go to HowEasy.com now. That's How Easy with two Y's. 10, 8, He's clean cut with perfect posture. It's Mikey J on KGUP Presents. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause. Mothers, lock up your daughters. It's time to see Mikey J. Mikey J. Are you f***ing with me? Oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Will I make it out alive? Dream
Ready to Go by Kid Eyes, which brings us to our next guest. You might have heard them featured on We Found New Music and K-Rock here in LA. Or you might have heard of Greg Khan's amazing voice from the band Mind the Gap or Ben Eppin from Queen Caveat. I'd like to introduce Ben and Greg of alternative pop rock band Kid Eyes. Welcome to the show, guys. Yo! Yo. <laughs> what an intro! Yeah, I hope I didn't oh, screw up your names. That was great. <laughs> nice, thank you. So speaking of K-Rock, uh, we just pause right there and congratulate you on your song, Ready to Go, getting to number one on Locals Only. How does that feel to you guys? It was a long time coming. Yeah, it's a long time coming. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was amazing. It was, uh, you know, it was a, a big, small victory for us. You know, K-Rock is iconic uh in la and in the world and i think for for ben and i it was it was just like it was exciting it was like you know motivating inspiring like yeah you know it was it was willed by a lot of family and friends and fans um and and us like it was a good testament to just like us you know this project it's like you need wins like yeah. big or small you need wins to keep going right and I mean uh I saw the video and you guys were just like stoked and just screaming and yelling and <laughs> that's how it should be, you know? We we definitely, we had this mentality of like just feeling, it's like a good, we feel like it's a good underdog story, you know, Greg, Greg and I, we bootstrapped this thing all ourselves, you know, totally indie and we just, we, we try to will it up that mountain and so in that moment, in that little video, we were just, it was just a great victory, it was, or a great feeling, just total triumph, and yeah, it was totally pure. It was just <laughs> like, there's no calculation, it was just this uh, explosion and eruption of like, total uh, pleasure and just excitement and gratitude. Right. Hey, we're thankful for you, uh, you know, including us, and there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff happening, and, and I, I saw you had posted I'm really tight with a uh, cat from Holy Wars, and I oh, saw yeah, yeah. She's I'm like t I've been texting with her the last like 20 minutes. Um, yeah, really good friend of mine, and that's such a small world. And nice. love, love the community, and and so yeah, you knew Greg's previous band, right? Right, right. Uh, Mind the gap. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a pro I had a band. My previous band was called Queen Caveat. Yep. Uh, I remember yeah, that. I feel like, I was going to say, I feel like we did something with you. You know what? It probably like 2010, 2011 when I yeah. saw you at the Viper. Totally. That's <laughs> so funny. I knew I was going to say like, you look so familiar. You know, I was still like new and, and I, I was still at my shy phase where I just didn't introduce myself. <laughs> Dude, I totally remember you now. Holy That's shit. Funny. That's what's so funny is, you know, like Greg and I met. Um, both of us were kind of going through our like band breakups and, and it was such a weird time because we both were like having that like existential crisis like oh do, do I want to do this like you know yeah pride over the industry and does this does this make sense and we just kind of went and met we didn't it wasn't like this like instantaneous thing right but yeah, I was looking guess. you guys up and, and you know, I, I've read about how you guys met and it wasn't like you guys knew each other or any in each other's circles. You you really didn't know each other at all. Not at all. Yeah, totally. Right. Like uh, we we had this we had a mutual manager friend. Her name is Elena Aubrey. And both of us, I was like, hey, like, do you know any singers? I'm trying to start a new project or just write with different people. And she's like, oh, my God, do you need to? Yo, yo. 
That's awesome. You know, it's crazy. Mike, I know him. He knew Queen Kavya too. Oh, that's it's like, it's, and we totally met. Here, let me get you a chair. We're the product of two band breakups. Yeah. That, that is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, good, good, good to reconnect. Thank you. Um, Oh yeah, for sure. Thank you for everything you did. For, I'm, I'm just for glad I like recognized your face. I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, maybe he's from the band Mind the Gap. And I'm like, that that's just coincidental. And then I looked up the band, and then I was like, oh, that's unmistakable. It's it's Greg. <laughs> Dude, that awesome. is hilarious. Awesome. And then I, and then that. I looked up Ben, and I'm like, oh shit, he's from Queen Caveat. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's What's the so odds. Cool. We're a super group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe super group. So well, the no, best I was just of telling Oh, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Now I was gonna say the best of both worlds are, are together and just making awesome. incredible music again. Thanks, oh, man. thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, awesome. uh, you got a nice drink. What are you drinking there? Oh, it's just straight whiskey. <laughs> there you nice. go. That's insane. It is a nice drink. Can you pass that uh, through the screen? Yeah, sure. Here you go. <laughs> Virtual cocktail hour. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, you know, I've been doing this for so long, and yet I still get nervous. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good no, thing. That's a good thing, man. Nerves yeah. are good. It means you feel. I mean, I, I started doing podcasts in 2009. Oh, wow. And that was before the radio station launched in 2012. I I still get nervous. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like exactly like when someone says, like, you get nervous before you for a show. And it's like, there's no scenario. And I think even like the biggest stars in the world, like, where you're not yeah. like nervous at least like points something percent like if it's yeah if, if no I, nerves I've, it's not caught, if I've caught myself if i'm if i'm not nervous that it's a bad thing it means right. like i'll screw up i always mess up that means like, you're too drunk <laughs> yeah and now exactly i'm too drunk exactly. so going back just a you know a little further back how did you guys uh hook up and become kid eyes so greg and i both were coming out of band breakups we have this good friend She's a music manager, Elena, and she, I, I saw her at a, I was at school night, which is the, the showcase here in LA and the Monday nights. And I saw her there and you, I was just like, look, I'm looking for other people to write with. And she's like, oh my God, totally gotta meet this guy. This guy, Greg, he's great. And he's like, just had the same sort of situation happen. His band had broken up. Like, I think you guys would work well together, but here's his number. Anyways, we kind of like shared texts and just did it got together to do a writing session and it, we both had that feeling like upon like meeting each other, it's like, wait, have I known you for a long time? And it almost was this like brotherly uh, past, uh, even though we had never, or none of our, our paths had never crossed um, in, even in the LA music scene. So had a great first session, but it wasn't like this overnight, like, hey, let's start a band. Like we just, we just kind of like, you know, every couple of weeks we ch uh, chip away at something, and 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 even to this day, the, it's almost like the band is just be blossoming into a band because uh, we're just like really learning how to work with each other in, in a great way. It's like we we are like brothers, um, yeah. With the exception of, to be honest, we don't really disagree with much. Um, well, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unlike in uh, some of my other. Except family. today, yes. except today, he sent me a mix of a song, and I'm I'm. Major disagreement. Yeah. Well, ah. yeah. <laughs> Finally, real brothers. Oh yeah, yeah they're, they're, it was kind of like it's like the first time. Are we had a fight. Ruin my lunch. Ruin my lunch. Oh. 
You're wrong. I know you're wrong. Wait, are we best friends? <laughs> best friends. We should have best friends. <laughs> but, but to like, you know, to, to add to what Ben said, like, you know, in LA, it's funny. It's like you're you're always like one, two degrees of separation from like so many circles of of people, and it, it was crazy because we we were both like on the scene at the same time, but we had never met. Our bands had never met, right. um, but we knew similar people. Like you know, you you knew both of our bands. But we yeah. had never, uh, we never met, and and I think when like when I I went out to dinner with Elena as well, like I, I was like I called her, I'm like, I need advice, like band is is basically done, and and where do I go from here? I'll never forget that dinner, and it was um, she gave me like two pieces of advice. She's like, here's this number, call this guy, and here's this book, go buy this book. And and I did both like that night, and um, but it, you know, but it's like before the meeting, you know, bands are like you go through so much, mm-hmm. you know. There's such a there's such a deep relationship, and and uh, so it's like looking at that like as the band as one thing was ending, to think of like starting something new was daunting. You know, you're oh, looking up at this massive mountain, you know. Just to get to that first step, it takes so much. Right. Um, so you know, it's like all those feelings. So to be here right now, like to drive to Ben's and yeah, like we, we we had a great call like with like our, our management team. Like we have all these things going, and like still the mountain is so high. Like still we have so much oh, to go. Right. Of course. But it, it's just like in talking to you and like rehashing this stuff. It's just it's funny how life is. Like it's funny how bands are. It's funny how the music situation yeah. like how it brings people together it's like it's, it's so much there's so much to it i uh, would well, just to add to that the c- craziest thing and the best part about it is for at least and i do know i could speak for greg on this it's like we we had such a journey separately together but the music we're making now it's like i couldn't be more proud in and i know every artist will say oh the stuff i'm doing now i'm like is my, the best stuff i know for a fact this is the best stuff i've ever done as in, in any project ever and that's the greatest feeling that's what attracted me to you guys anyway there is this cohesion that like greg's voice is un- unmistakable and the music production is just so great it's, it's like you you continued where you left off which you were on a high note and all of a sudden you guys disappeared oh man this sucks you know <laughs> and then mm-hmm. you guys reemerge and you both are like you know this duo that's just amazing so oh, it's thanks, good to see Thanks, man. Where, where are you guys both originally from? I grew up on the East Coast uh, in Old Greenwich, Connecticut. It's basically a suburb of Manhattan, right outside. Yeah, right outside New York, and and then went to school in Colorado. So like the coming coming to LA was never really planned. To be honest with you, it was my, yeah. my older brother. You actually probably know he he had a, he had a band called Nico Vega. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So my my older brother Dan was living out here, and I had no intentions ever of like coming to los angeles ever like and i just came out <laughs> to visit him and i had that music bug and i just i just knew i left i actually had to tie up some loose ends in colorado where i went to school so i left my acoustic guitar here and i was which made me it was like i'm coming back here two weeks later i moved here and you know never turned back so i obviously i miss i miss the east coast i miss like friends and family and you know, with the whole COVID crisis, I, I usually do like an annual summer trip back east, but 
Um, yeah. And obviously we're not touring or playing shows. So, um, you know, I miss the East Coast, but, you know, I'm grateful to be, to like sprout my roots here. Might as well take this time to work on some music, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> There's a lot of that happening. <laughs> yeah, good and bad. So what about you, Greg? Where are you from? So I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, born and raised, city of rock and roll. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, did, did you have an influence? You know, living in a city like that, I mean, you uh, have the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so it has to have some kind of influence. Yeah, I mean, I totally. Like, I, I would get on, it's a train, but we call it the Rapid on the east side <laughs> of Cleveland. And I would, uh, you know, growing up, like, I would just, uh, I would, I, like, I went like 10 times when I was, you know, from like 14 to 18, I would just get on the Rapid, like, and just go. And then, like, I would immerse myself like there's an amazing, like the first floor of the Rock Hall are just costumes. You know, yeah. Janis Joplin's car, you know, you know, Hendrix's, you know, costume that he wore at Monterey Pop. Like, like it just when I was just immersing yourself in that, in that world. And, and I think like, that's a big part of, uh, you know, you get obsessed. The music is the thing. It's the very primary thing that you, that, like, brings you to it and attaches you but it's all these secondary things of the music industry that I think growing up like you just fantasize about you know like all the different recording studios all the different legendary concerts right. all the all the stories like I got obsessed by all of it yeah. and uh, and then and then like oh I gotta get to California I gotta like I got obsessed with like Jim Morrison's performance at the Hollywood Bowl like I, I gotta get to the bowl you know, and um, well, so especially being East Coast, like it's probably the same thing. It's like there's that whole like mysticism of like the Cal, the LA, and the California see the music scene, and you know, growing up watching all those documentaries or all that, and, and loving all those, you know, those celebrating all those artists. Like I just knew, like, yeah, it's easy to get wrapped up in all the the idolism and everything here in, in LA. Everything started here, you know, yeah. the, the whole Hollywood scene. And then now the music industry is pretty much here and, you know, Nashville, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Which I, I think I've, I've thought a lot about this lately about how when we were kind of coming into the industry, like there was still a studio business. There was still all totally. these like, you know, parts to this business that were still functional. So now it's like, because everything is digital, because it's now, you know, it's, it's all home studios and, and like a lot of the culture of, the industry is kind of, I hate to say the word gone, everything evolves. So it's like, would I have been as excited and romanticized the idea of being an artist and a musician had I, you know, been coming at it like on an entry right. level now than say, you know, 10, 15 years I, ago. That's, man, it's so funny. I think about that all the time. Totally different. So it's, yeah, it's, so it's, different. it's just a different thing, but it's like, but I don't, I never want to get stuck in the idea like, oh, you know, it, it was only good then, you know, because it's, it's really yeah, you not, say it just ages. Yeah, ages it just, everything evolves. <laughs> everything has to like die and be reborn. So, um, but it is funny. Do you think like do people like like fantasize like oh man, I just want to be like that TikToker, like? But they probably you know it's that is kind of the equivalent. It's like yeah, like like my first like experience in the music industry. Like I got signed like kind of early. Like I was I was signed early to like kind of like a and it was like right around the paradigm shift, but, but like, it was still the old way of thinking. Like mm -hmm. they, put a, they dumped a lot of development dollars into like my, my first band. Like they brought a 
big time producer. They put us at, we got mixed at Electric Lady. Like, wow. you know, there was like, it was like all this old kind of way of doing it. And, you know, just like the whole approach, it was so grand, it was so grandeur. It's just funny to look back and like, God, it's just not that way anymore. Yeah. But it, but for me, it was like, it, it, it made me, it, I bit the apple so hard. You know, it was like, wow, this is, this, this taste, like, like the meetings that we were having, like on so many different levels, like the music was one thing, but we were having like ridiculous meetings, like secondary, you know, like modeling agencies, all these like marketing things. Like it was, it was ridiculous, but that's the way it was. Like, that's yeah. just, that, that's how they, that's what their approach was. Right. So, it's like the industry was in a transition at that time period, but everybody was doing stuff as usual. It was, it was like, like, like big time photo shoots. Like, you know, Ben and I, we, we, you know, we're like bootstrapping it with like a, a with this awesome <laughs> photographer that we, you know, he's young up and comer. Like we were doing, you know, our mindset was like, back then it was like Annie Leibovitz. Yeah. You know, it was like, you know, Dave LaChapelle, like these unbelievably big things that you had access to. And now it's just like, it's, it's just not that way. It's just, yeah. And that may not be, it's not even the best use of money. Yeah, it's a total different world now. I mean, you don't have to worry about touring right now. You just yeah. you put out a good album and hopefully you get some good play on uh, Spotify. And it, luckily, radio is still relevant. So. Totally, totally. And I, we hope that it, it never, you know, we, yeah. it never dies. I'm hoping so too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really keen on, on the whole algorithm thing. Because I think algorithms kind of segregate music too fine. And so you end up just listening to only hip hop or you only just listen to rock or only just pop. Well, and especially a lot of like the whole streaming, it's a lot of people. It, I think it's just like people consume it differently. You know, it's yeah. passive listening. Like, are you actually paying attention? It's like, is the volume up just turned down and it's just playing, you know? Yeah. The whole, the whole streaming world, it's, uh, it's in a bottomless abyss. <laughs> <laughs> and there's really not much diversity unless that kid who's listening is been influenced by someone else. Otherwise, they're just stuck in that little world, you know? Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about your name. Kid Eyes. It's a very interesting name. You know, when I picture it, as soon as I saw it, I, I pictured myself being a kid looking at an open field and having this like eye of wonder. And my imagination was going and I'm looking in a field of like candy and chocolate, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> but but what it, how did you guys come up with that name? I mean, what does it mean to you? It's on Greg. I mean, I don't know if that description that you just yeah, said that was, was pretty... probably the best description we can come up with. Um, you nailed it. Like, you nailed it. Like, that's really what it is. It's, it's about, you know, when you're a kid, you look at life through, like, a, such a pure, honest, you know, exciting lens. And um, everything is fresh. and Everything is new. And there's yeah. no judgment because you, you have no reference. So when Ben and I started, you know, like our first, like our early sessions, we were like, you know, what, what do we want to say? What do we want the sound to be? And it was like, let's just write about, like, let's just make music. Let's just do what we like. Let's just play what we like. Let's, let's not try and follow any trends. Let's not try and, you know, we have to do this right now because this is what's hot right now. It's like, we are coming out of, out of band. So it's like, we are kind of starting anew. 
you know, all we can grab to is just what we know, what we like. And not being a, you know, rock was in kind of a weird state because the rock genre was like, it was just, it was just getting, like this was a couple of years ago and it was just like, it was hard, like it was dangerous territory to tell, to, to say, oh, I'm, I'm in a rock band. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was in a like kind of very, a very weird state. And it was like, but, but we didn't allow that to influence us. We were just like, we like rock music. Like we like rock pop. Like, let's just do that. Like, let's not be it. Let's just, let's hold on to like our youthful, like hold on to that, like clear lens and just be us. So when we were, when we were thinking of the name, we were on a hike and we had come up, already come up with like awful band names. That's what you do. And uh, we were on a hike and I don't know who's, we just said. I honestly don't remember. I don't remember remember how we like locked into it, but it's like. I think we we were talking about that idea. Yeah. Just being a kid and just like loving music and just like not being afraid like to talk about what you love. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, we were kind of like, kid, eyes, bam, bam. And we were just like, oh, let's just, like, that's oh, that's, it. That works. That's it. So I was pretty spot on then. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, and then you, and then you go to like Google the name and like, sure enough, there was, no well, that was, name. it was kind of, we, yeah, we, I think I texted, I was like, man, there's no kid eyes. Like taking it. It's like, all right, take it. Yeah. Yeah, it was easy to find you. I mean, you popped up right away. I, that that used to be a pet peeve of mine. Whenever I someone would submit their music to me, and they had a a name where you couldn't find it for like right. ten pages. <laughs> yeah. No. Somehow, our, our so without weird. calculating our our SEO strategy was was brilliant. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, you, I know you guys are aware of like the whole pandemic, but uh, what have you guys been up to 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 keep you guys busy and everything well as a band to be honest we 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 started off um we we were gonna we our song ready to go we were we actually were gonna put it out towards like probably like mid-april originally and then the pandemic hit so it kind of pumped the brakes on everything and kind of took us a sec to i think i did a lot of eating a lot of wine drinking (laughs) not there wasn't a lot of music necessarily happening right at the top of it and then, you know, instead of putting out Ready to Go, the, the song, we we started to, just for fun, like we were just like, man, the world needs a little bit of light. And just for fun, we did a couple, um, what are they, uh, like virtual covers or what, how, quarantine, quarantine covers. covers, that's what we're calling them. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and they were fun and they came out cool and they just, it, it, they were super fun for us. So, and then collectively we just keep writing. Uh, I've worked with a bunch of different, other artists and but Greg and I just keep keep the flow going and then obviously we just put out some more music and now we're uh been strategizing just for the next song and take just being as creative and crafty as possible yeah (laughs) you know without without getting ourselves surrounded by too many people (laughs) right so if you guys weren't in a lockdown you guys do you think you'd be on tour right now with we would be trying you know we were just trying to be out there playing because they brought prior to all this and like what we were talking before our goal at least i i thought the goal of like we in my mind we were never going to be able to compete with some of those tiktokers or youtubers and you know just how how creative some of these these people these these artists are for us we're you know we we're, we're a live band you know we it's drums it is a duo 
but we're a drums bass guitar we have we have two other guys that are in the band cliff who's on drums and mario who's on bass and that was kind of like the not so secret weapon is, is just like being a great trying to put on the best possible live show it may you know it may come unhinged from time to time but just like having just putting ourselves out there and and walking off you know blood sweat and tears every night like that that's that was kind of like let's just put that let's just be the focus um so we've had to like really like rethink this and and kind of back to what i was saying before it's almost like we've learned doing those covers the quarantine thing and we're kind of like finally figuring out how to like connect in a different way it feels a little more like authentic how do i say it like just not authentic it's not this you know it's just like we're connecting better and it seems to be um it feels really positive it just feels like yeah. we're we're doing the right thing it led me to you guys i mean you guys were just liking a post that i had done because we were we just recently featured holly wars and i just followed your your like and it that's how i discovered you amazing <laughs> small world believable which we love we, we yeah love so great we love holly wars we love cat so we're yeah we're, we're friends which is crazy because it, everything is so it's hard to be found now. yeah it, you're it's you're you're like there's so much it's a needle so in a haystack it's hard to be found um right. so it's like you just what you do you get found somewhere you know like we you reconnect somehow it's great yeah best all right so you guys have uh i heard that you have a release coming out soon <laughs> um i'll just ramble too much. <laughs> me too uh yeah we're 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 really excited um today was kind of like the day that we like announced that this thing's coming out um oh, nice. october 9th is the official release date uh the song is called don't hold back Sweet. um and it's uh it's not like a total left turn for us but sonically it's a little bit more rootsy it's just a really uplifting kind of cathartic kind of homage to feeling like uh you just gotta like lift the world through light right now especially now like a big that, that our motivation for releasing this song we have a bunch of songs that are in the queue right now and we were looking at everything and we were like you know looking at the world like not being tone deaf to like what's going on right now and just right. like oh we like this song so let's just release it like you have the election coming up you got it's just a crazy time and for us for ben and i it's like what do we want what do, what do we want our brand and our message to amplify right now for us it was just like we need we're just gonna like shine like a bunch of light and a lot of the darkness and and looking at the songs like this song for us it was just it's a very emotional song just about like saying what you feel to the world to yourself to people who matter most to you not taking time for granted knowing that life and time is fleeting and it's just not like nobody has time to like just hold back on 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 things right now like it's just like it, the time is now to like hug who you need to hug and like yeah love who you need to love and and uh and do what you need to do be who you need to be like there's just like there's no time to like hold back on any of that right so yeah so we're stoked we're, we're stoked about the song ben plays banjo in it so there's <laughs> a little bit of banjo in the track nice. um but yeah it, it definitely it's a sonically a little deviation from like our last release ready to go um more rootsy in, in some ways indie folk ish than like more of that mainstream pop but uh 
but it's still us. I mean, it's still totally us. And, and we're just, we're excited because we have a lot, we have a lot of songs coming up um, in the next like six months that we have kind of scheduled. Mm-hmm. Um, but we feel like, you know, we're going to throw everything we have at this one for the next month because the world needs it. Yeah. I mean, so much has happened this year and, you know, with COVID-19 and Black Lives Matter and then, you know, the, the election coming up. I mean, so much stuff is just being thrown at us. And I, I look forward to hearing that song, Don't Hold Back, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, it, there's a couple ideas. Like, we're, sh- we're about to shoot a music video, um, which nice. I'm really excited about. And we're also, like, in the works of, like, some really exciting kind of, like, marketing, you know, things centered around the song that we're going to kind of, you know, uh, up, you know, deploy to the world to kind of see if, like, I feel people are the world is vulnerable and people are vulnerable and people want like real things and it's just important as artists to be that support for like the world like it's more than ever like we you know we, in times of like uncertainty and crisis like artists need to step up and like be those kind of like heroes for every day yeah for, like the world yeah. it sounds ridiculous to even say that I, yeah. I, I like I'm trying to like rewind myself from even saying that. But, uh, but it's okay. Like, and I think that's like, that's what the song is about too. It's like, it's about being like the hero version of yourself right now mm-hmm. for your community, for your neighborhood, for your family. Like it's, a, it's like the time is now to like be a little bit heroic. Like don't kind of like, you know, go inward. Like now's the time to like speak up and like amplify that because yes. The worst thing you could do right now is be quiet. The worst thing you could do right now is is be indifferent. Yeah, because silence could be, you know, you're just complicit, you know. Totally, <laughs> totally. And you don't want to be just boxed into just one category of like style of music and you want to be diverse and, yeah. and flexible with the type of music that you play. That way your fans will love you for multiple reasons and not just for one song. Yep. Uh, it, it's a shame that we wouldn't be able to see you perform live, but uh, do you have anything planned, like like a live stream coming up or anything? Uh, well, we're trying to, to go around the show, the, sorry, the, the song release. Like, I, We've been talking about this for a couple months, but like really trying to figure out a proper like multi-cam, properly recorded or like streamed live, full live band show. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of in the works. And then, you know, we're, we're doing a handful of, of small little, um, like Greg and I tonight are, are going to record some just acoustic songs, like on our iPhone for, for a, a, another blog. Uh, they're doing like a little mini virtual festival and we're doing a couple of those. Uh, oh, that's but, cool. Yeah, no, but the goal is to, you know, do as much as possible. We, like I said, like we love playing and I always feel like if you can't play a song, just acoustic guitar, and vocal and it's like it what's the point you know it's like yeah. a lot of times those are the best versions we're always down so if, if you need a band <laughs> you got our email <laughs> all right cool <laughs> yeah speaking of concerts uh, you know i've been following neva the national independent venue association oh yeah and, you know it's been such a uphill battle that i've been watching over the past few months and it, it's hard getting any kind of traction through congress including everybody in this new bill i mean i was just reading a report that uh 90 of all the local venues are shutting down mm. and it's like what the heck is going on all these places that we grew up to love and and discover musicians all those places and, are going away like, yeah like and all those places that foster the artists that we're talking about you know 
yeah everyone is everyone's a product of somewhere and not having the you know the roxies or the you know the satellite and yeah all, all the the thousands of clubs around that make up the you know the world uh, or at least uh, the united states like there it's without them it's like what what are we supposed to do it's kind of it's it's terrifying honestly really it's yeah. we're, we're kind of like the last everyone else is kind of getting bailed out and they don't really know it's like what's going to happen and we've already seen it like the satellite closed which mm-hmm. is the local venue here in la and it's um it's tragic man it really is yeah <clears throat> you know what's crazy is that everybody in the world listens to music of some totally. form yeah and for our government to just turn their turn a blind eye it's mm. like that's a crime in itself i don't know yeah, how else to put it well you know culture just suffers you yeah. know and culture is everything yes. we, we need that outlet you yeah know? it's funny like all of these businesses have kind of had to like do everything like secret mm-hmm. like even like like bars and yeah and you know fitness places all these things so it's going to be interesting to see like what you know what, what new venues come out of this and like yeah i, I think there's a lot of opportunity it's there just always, about, there always is it's just it's just going to be what comes of, of everything like when the dust settles and like what's going to be gone and like what's going to like grow emerge yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. i guess it's like you know it's like back to like you know i think we all like glorify and like hold on to like the history of like some of these like iconic venues and you know just like you know sharing the state the stage that what the rolling stones were or, you know like any band that you did in 50 years had come through and um, yeah, totally. yeah it's, uh, i think that's where i think that's where my head just starts spinning it's like oh my god like you hope you hope some of these rooms yeah. can, can you know make make it out alive because i think once the green light happens i mean these places are just going to be packed yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I- i'm going to be one of the first people in line totally yeah, i can't wait to go to a show I yeah. think too, it's like the second it's okay, like people are, it's going to be an onslaught. Like people are going to be out every night, you know, it's going to, I guess it's like an argument. It's like you could see, it's going to either take a second for people to get comfortable going out again. Yeah. Exactly. Or it's going to be like, oh, you know, just every night. Like, you know, I think the same way we got into this where <laughs> the lockdown happened and it would happen so fast. I think we can come at it pretty quick. So, yeah, I'm hoping. So let's rewind a little bit. And uh, when, as a kid growing up, I mean, who were your your idols? Who's your biggest influence? That My biggest influence musically, or just like so, or like just just in life, like uh, music, socially. Musically, I, I I would say. In music. That's a tough question. It's a tough question. <laughs> that's, that's I wouldn't even really know tough. how to answer that. It's really tough. It's funny because I think every generation, like every decade, I had like an idol. Like I yeah. think in the, in the '90s, it was like Eddie Vedder for me. In the eighties, you know, I loved, you know, Prince and and uh in the seventies I was like I mean sixties, seventies probably a little bit I mean I was hey, like, you're really old, Greg. I was, <laughs> How old are I mean you? I like like there's so many, like Frank Sinatra, like as a singer, I, I love Sinatra. I love oh, yeah. I was I'm a huge Elvis Presley fan. I went through like a huge Presley, you know, time moment. You know, Mick is like a you know front man. There's so many. There's so many. There's so, many. <laughs> so hard. What about you, Ben? <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, so many. Like, what, what was it? Was it influences or um, 
who who really like influenced you to become who you are today? I mean, it really is such a like homogenous. There's so many. It was such a melting pot. It really was. Like I, you know, my father is a guitar player. He was in the record business on the, oh, the nice. on like the music video side, and so I grew up with music. Coming, you know, I was the youngest so in my family. My brother's a drummer. I just was born into a house, just the Beatles playing 24-7. And <laughs> my dad literally is that, like, he is a Beatles fanatic. Uh, and, and he's got a real eclectic taste, but but he loves the Beatles. So, um, you know, I guess generally just good good songwriters. I, you know, the Beatles were such an influence and the Stones and, you know, a lot of Kid Eye stuff is, is complete some of our influences and I love all the big anthemic pop artists, U2, Peter, you know, Peter Gabriel, anything from Genesis. Like, that song you play at first, Alive, uh, it's called Alive. Um, very heavily influenced by like Phil Collins and Genesis and nice. Peter Gabriel, just that, that, that sort of 80s era. I do love 80s. I'm a guitar player, so I love that like 80s guitar sound. Um, not like the metal sound, but like the chorusy. Yeah, um, yeah. Good. But yeah, I mean, I could go on as well. It's kind of like a ramble, but <laughs> um, and then radio. I know Greg and I both grew up on a lot of Radiohead and and Smashing Pumpkins and the Foo Fighters and that early 90s scene and and you know Springsteen. There's, there's a lot. Yeah, just a lot of a lot of heart. A lot of Springsteen's all hard. It's all hard. Yeah. It's all hard. Dylan. <laughs> now, speaking of Springsteen, didn't you guys have a cover? We did. We, one, of, one of the quarantine covers, we did um, uh, Dance in the Dark. And, nice. and it was so fun. And they, we did that. It was Greg. You know, we, like I said, we did a Zoom. And he, we did it. And he did like one take and sent it to me. And we pieced it together. And it's, it's all live. <laughs> like the thing is, for the most part, live with the exception of like, the drum, there's a couple of drums and synth parts that are just like programmed. So we, we were just so proud of it. We ended up just putting it out online. So it lives, it, it's out there. And the, the tricky thing, it doesn't say like live in quarantine. So it just looks like it's a regular studio song. So I always think of it, but the very end, you'll hear it's like, we're going to be good. Greg says, that he's, we're going to be good. We're going to be all right. And it was kind of playing, you know, it was kind of the midst of like the height of the pandemic, like right, you know, it's probably in April late late april and yeah we were just trying to like to connect with anyone just say hey look we're all in this together and he says it so it's it's there but it's i was thinking it's kind of very cool who doesn't like the boss totally well guys thank you so much for coming on the show certainly hope this whole pandemic passes and i'd love to see you guys in concert and hopefully we'll won't have to wait too long and uh it was great reconnecting with both of you i mean i can't believe how small this world is and these circles are tiny we're grateful for the time and, and the conversation and yes, thank you for, for reaching out and you know, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Blast from the past. Serendipitous. Yeah. And a testament to, to emerge. I mean, being, you know, almost, is it almost a decade? Almost. You know, Just about. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that's, you know, right there, that's, that's a huge accomplishment. And, and uh, so we're grateful. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for this. And if you check our track list, we're still actually playing music by Mind the Gap, which is funny. I love it. 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 Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, it was great talking with you, and uh, we'll go hook up later. Awesome, dude. Thanks, Mikey. Really appreciate it, man. All right, guys. We have a great evening. Yeah, dude. Thanks uh, for connecting, man. It's great. Great to talk. Yeah, so good to talk to you. Yeah. All right. Take care. All right, dude. Later, bud.
And thank you for tuning into this edition of KGUP Presents. Be sure to click that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. And also subscribe to our newsletter on our website at www.kgup1065.com. From the KGUP studios in Los Angeles, this is Mikey J. I'm out. in me.